6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Thanks for joining us in our Decision Canada coverage. And and one of the things that a lot of uh, the leaders and, and you have been talking about mandatory vaccines um a poll done recently shows that 62 percent of canadian small and medium-sized businesses are making a plan to make covid 19 vaccinations mandatory for their employees the poll was done by kpmg here in canada the company has been working and guiding giving advice to uh, some businesses some canadian businesses as they help navigate back to work and vaccines. Norm Keith is a partner with Employment and Labor Law at KPMG. He joins us this afternoon. Norm, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hope everybody's safe and happy and prosperous in Edmonton. Well, thank you very much. It seems to be uh, we're, we're getting through. It's been uh, it's been a wild uh, couple of years, as you well know, and that's the really kind of the, the focus of what the conversation is going to be with you this afternoon. Um, KPMG recently did a, a survey of business owners, hundreds of business owners, um, and and you know, looking at that back to work plan, looking at you know whether or not they were planning on making vaccine mandates for their workers. Really interesting numbers coming out. Sixty-two percent saying yes that they are looking at putting something in place. Did that number surprise you? Did you think it would be higher or lower? Or was that kind of right where you thought it might be? Well, the great thing about surveys is that uh, it's always a surprise, but also something one should avoid speculation. But I've read some earlier polls this year from the U.S. and the 62% number in the KPMG poll was much higher in Canada for small and medium-sized business favoring the use of mandatory proof of vaccine policy than I've seen in U.S. polls. Mm. So a bit surprising, but also coming out at an interesting point of time where there seems to be a convergence of consensus that for a number of factors, it makes a lot of sense for small and medium-sized business to be mandating uh, mandatory vaccination policies. And, and we're seeing that in, in different areas across the country. Um, you know, at, uh, what is it, Rogers Place in, in Toronto, the, the J saying you need to show a vaccine passport or a proof of a negative test. We're hearing it on a federal level that uh, federal institutions, that uh, the government wants to implement it there. Some of these findings, 84% agree that vaccines are key to avoiding another lockdown and should be mandatory. 84% support vaccine passports to perform certain jobs or enter certain places. Norm, curious curious to know about what you think the challenges are going to be in doing this. You know, we've heard a lot about, you know, public safety versus personal rights. What are you hearing on that front? Well, there's... um more debate about the issue publicly and in the media than I think really there is in the workplace for three reasons. One, health and safety law across Canada requires employers to be the primary workplace stakeholder responsible for workplace safety. There are complementary duties on workers to actually work in a manner that's safe and doesn't put anybody else in harm's way. That complements a mandatory proof of vaccine policy, in my opinion. The the other trend, of course, is that um, the Delta variant has 
cause more concern. There's perhaps not as much optimism about opening freely post vaccination of a majority of Canadians. So I think employers are realizing that to get back to business, to continue to employ or to re-employ a number of employees across the country, they need to really make the workplace safe. And the best way to do that is through a mandatory proof of vaccine policy. So to make that workplace safe, and again, you know, what if you have employees um you know, there's a lot to, there's a lot to think about here and i know that a lot of companies are, are looking for some legal advice i think at, at some point some folks would just like to have something put in place from the the powers above saying this is the way we're going to do it but that doesn't appear that it's happening so everybody is is you know trying to get through these waters and figure it out uh, on their own what what do businesses, what do you believe that businesses need to keep in mind when it comes to, um, you know, keeping employees safe on this front, when it comes to talking about mandatory vaccines? Yeah, very good question. So what I think employers have come to realize is that physical distancing, you know, sanitizing frequently touched doors and handles in other places, and then mandatory mask drills, all together do not amount to an effective or as an effective means of preventing the spread of COVID in the workplace as a mandatory proof of vaccine policy. So a policy, as I mentioned earlier, I think is highly supportive and justifiable by occupational health and safety legislation. However, a policy also has to realize that even though it's a good faith or bona fide occupational rule, there might be an adverse impact on persons who, for medical reasons, Mm. cannot get the vaccine. So carving out some exemptions and accommodation to the point of undue hardship is what we've been helping employers do in drafting and reviewing and providing comments on mandatory COVID vaccine policies, but the key is always to come back to the safety of those in the workplace. And again, it may go beyond employees. It might be, you know, restaurant patrons, entertainment, sports venue operators, and a broader panoply of, um, you know, workplaces, including healthcare, long-term care home, and public education, where people other than the employees may be at risk. So it's, it really depends contextually on the type of workplace you have on what your your policy should look like but the consistent theme and recommendation mm-hmm. and the, the law requires it to be you know a, a safe as possible and that's why i think this mandatory approach to vaccine policy is being rolled out and it seems to be growing in consensus in canada norm keith joining me this afternoon he's a partner employment and labor law specialist at kpmg law and we uh, Sure, appreciate your time this afternoon. You talk about those who might not be able to take the vaccine for medical reasons, and and we know that there are uh, there, there's a small amount of people out there that uh, fall under that category. But what what challenge do you, challenges do you think might arise uh, when? Uh, an employee, an existing employee, um, doesn't want just doesn't want to get vaccinated um, outside of a medical reason or maybe not want to provide proof of vaccination? Yeah, the proof of vaccination 
if somebody's vaccinated is unlikely, in my opinion, and a bit of an anomaly. It's similar um, to other types of mandatory proof that people perhaps have the credentials for, but for you know, the example I'm going to give, um, don't want to share it. So, for example, if you employ a truck driver and you want to see their, EDS, their AZ license or their license to drive a particular type of vehicle, and they say, well, I've got the license, but I'm not going to show you, that that's just a non-starter. Mm -hmm. So I think presumptively when a person says, I'm not going to show you or tell you whether I've been vaccinated or not, um, that's an unreasonable position for an employee to take if they're vaccinated. So I doubt that's a major challenge for most employers. I think the bigger risk for employers is how do you deal from an employment law perspective with the challenge of a worker who says, you know what, I don't have a medical reason. I've talked to mm -hmm. my doctor, he's or she's recommended I get vaccinated, but I just don't want to, period, in a discussion. Well, that's the more difficult or problematic employee. Um, it's an open question in my mind whether an individual in society with the current pandemic where over 26,000 Canadians have died that really does have a constitutional right not to be vaccinated vis-a-vis -vis government. That's, that's a separate issue from employment. But what is clear is that employers have a legal obligation to provide a safe workplace. Mm -hmm. And if the best practice, if the, you know, I've done a hazard assessment, I've included workers in that assessment, the employer says, and the best way to go about having a safe workplace for our customers, for employees, is a mandatory proof of vaccine policy. And the employee just declines, I'm not gonna get vaccinated. Um, that employee is not meeting that reasonable employer policy and maybe given an opportunity to um, get some information from the employer about the value of vaccination, the risk of not being vaccinated. That's actually mandated by a number of provincial health care uh, ministries that are now telling long-term care homes and hospitals, you've got to give an employee a chance to learn a little bit more about the vaccine as benefits and the risk of COVID. But once you've done that, and if there is no medical exemption, then unfortunately that employee by their choice is not going to be complying with the employer's terms and conditions. That may raise specters of potential constructive dismissal. It might be a temporary layoff until circumstances change where mandatory vaccine isn't required. So it, it doesn't need to be a harsh approach by employers, but it needs to be a firm mm. and clear approach to protect workers and protect coworkers. There's another issue that very few people are talking about is that is the vast majority of employees, if they represent Canadians, uh, will be double vaccinated when you roll out such a policy. And those employees are also protected against working with somebody who could put them or their family, if they become an asymptomatic carrier, at risk. And so workers who are fully vaccinated may just exercise their legal right to refuse to do work that they feel is unsafe if it means working with an unvaccinated co-worker. So the employer has to manage not only its responsibility for health and safety in the workplace, but also the expectations of the vast majority of their employees that people be vaccinated if they're going to work with other workers. And that's why a lot of employers have done surveys 
internally as well as look at the kind of full results that KPMG have to, to do the best assessment as transparently and as proactively as they can before they deliver, you know, a firm but clear policy on whether or not they expect employees to be fully vaccinated if they're to come back to work. You know what, Norm, it has been fascinating to watch businesses, industry, you name it, navigate uh, the challenges over the past year and a half. And uh, just just when you think it might be getting better, there's more challenges ahead. And I know that we're going to be seeing them in the, in the, in the days, the weeks, the months ahead, certainly on this topic as well, what it's going to look like in, in workplaces. Norm Keith joining us this afternoon. Mr. Keith, uh, I appreciate your time. We're going to have to leave it here this afternoon. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure.